Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights Podcast. I'm Georgie Corridge-Cole, and this week I'm joined by Maya Lucky, Astrid Carter, and Laura Wills, founder of the Fashion Bug blog. Vitamin C and the benefits of putting a topical vitamin C onto your skin um, is something that's had a lot of press recently. Um, and ultimately, it, it reduces the inflammation, pigmentation, um, and protects against pollution and helps boost collagen production. So it sounds like it does a lot. Yeah, mm. I mean... The first time I got excited about it was at our fashion day when Amanda Harrington, the makeup artist, spoke about it and said, actually, you can have all the facials in the world, but this is one of the ingredients you need to spend money on. Yeah, Yeah, she did, didn't she? And that's what Dr. Benji Dillon, who we interviewed for this piece, said as well. And the products that he pulled out were the Abaji Vitamin C Serum, which is £64, and the Skinceuticals uh, Serum, which is 129 It's yeah, expensive, but that Skinceuticals is kind of the one that all the top um, skin doctors And Amanda about. Harrington, who sent me to Destination Skin in Fulham, where I've been having some vitamin C peels, it's the brand that they rave about. So clearly, Skinceuticals is a brand. I think that um, you know, you, you actually use a very little amount. So yes, they are expensive, but um, you know they last for a long time. A long so you can, mm-hmm. yeah. I've always wondered whether a serum actually does anything. But then when you bring the vitamin C in, to me, it makes a bit more sense. Yes. And what's your skincare regime, Laura? So up until about two years ago, I um, just wash my face with water. I keep my skincare routine really, really simple. Um, and I use creme de la mer, which I think um, it is quite expensive, but you use such a little amount that, it lasts again for a really long time. Um, I'm kind of getting more into skincare you now. You have got really, yeah, you, you, I mean, from where I'm sitting, you've got I just I have very skin. dry skin, and especially since having a child, you know, you are more sleep deprived. Um, so I'm definitely, you know, interested in finding out about anything that kind of helps my skin. So I, I want to go and try one of these peels that you're. Yeah, well, I'll keep you posted. I'm two peels down at six, (laughs) but Amanda Harrington swears by them, and I'm having the vitamin C one, so we'll see what the effects are. Charlotte did a piece on dressing for the office. I mean, we're really lucky we can kind of wear anything, Um, a floaty dress, but if you work in a slightly more formal corporate environment, then... I guess tailoring is still quite important in the summer. Yeah. What's your take on tailoring? So I recently um, invested in a white blazer from Reese. Um, it's really nice, that I blazer. I love white blazers. I was never keen before. I don't know why. And I've just bought this one. And I literally think it goes with everything. Um, I think you can wear kind of wide leg trousers, which looks really cool. But obviously you can wear it to work as well. Yeah. Um, and I styled mine with like a little black... Um, dress which you know was also it kind of just pulled everything together mm. um, so yeah I, I love it. and the thing about tailoring as well is I think you don't need to spend that much you can obviously go on net porter and you can find a really expensive blazer but my Reese one um, is really well cut it kind yeah of Reese fits. tailoring yeah. is I, I've got a black double breasted that I bought last season and I've lived in it but going back to the white jacket 
I also have a white sleeveless blazer and Trini who we always talk about is mad for the sleeveless <laughs> yes, blazer but I do think it's so useful and if you do work in a more formal environment then it's really nice and it's a bit more fashion forward yeah. I think you can wear them in the evening with kind of leather leggings and, and nothing underneath yeah, or yeah. belt them or something yeah they're um, very very versatile and I think what this piece showed was whether you go for a duster jacket which is another great look I think with like a cigarette pant in the summer yeah. um or a shirt dress, which can again still, you can still kind of conform with some of the shirt dresses out there. I think there are options when it comes to being a bit more formal. Let's talk a bit about the Heads Together campaign that Harry, William and Kate um, have launched. It is a really positive thing for people who suffer with depression. Um, and I actually listened yesterday in preparation for today to the um, podcast that Harry did with Brian and Gordon. Has anyone yeah, listened to it? To it yeah. It's I think really it's really good, good isn't yeah. it? I mean, how amazing for him to come out oh, and great. say all of that. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. It's really to. good. It's worth a listen, yeah. And I think it, what's really nice is that actually you listen to it, and obviously it's a really serious subject, but he really break down, breaks down the walls. Like, it doesn't have a stigma. When he's talking about it... He just not, makes it so normal. Makes it so normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, exactly that. Well, and yeah. it really should be a normal thing, because it's yeah. something that, you know, so many people go through. And yeah. It and really it says should. one in ten experience depression at some point in their lives. I mean, I don't. I think it must be more than that. I, thought, yeah, I, I was actually quite shocked. Yeah. I thought that was quite low. You know, I think it's not just depression. It's kind of more than that as well, isn't it? it it's anxiety. Yeah, I actually... It's something that I've never really talked about on my blog because um, it happened years ago, but f- approximately four years ago, I kind of started having these crazy panic attacks and I didn't really know where they were coming from. I didn't have a reason why I was having panic attacks and it kind of really threw me. Um, and I went to see someone and, you know, I'm very kind of anti-medication, so I didn't want to take anything and I didn't, you know, I didn't feel depressed. I I wasn't depressed, but I was having panic attacks and I was just feeling very anxious and it got to the point where I was kind of going for, you know, dinners with best friends of mine and I would feel anxious all the time, even at dinners. Um, so I went to see someone. I had um, this thing called um, cognitive behavioral therapy, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, actually, what kind of got rid of my anxiety um and you know, I I don't know why it did, but was actually getting pregnant and having Mila, and I guess it just kind of, you know, took the focus away from myself and, and mm. forced me to focus on something that was really positive. Um, but I think that for me, the most difficult thing was just that it was very isolating because I didn't feel like you know anyone could understand what I was going through, and it was you had you get all these physical symptoms. And the first time that I had a panic attack, I was in bed with my husband, and we'd had a really nice evening. We'd gone to see Cirque du Soleil, um, and I just kind of you know I thought that. I was having like a heart attack because you really you get physical symptoms but in general it was just you know I think it's so good that there is awareness about it because it's something that so many people go through and now having been through it and speaking to people suddenly there's all these people you know coming out that's it you say you felt really lonely and isolated but actually probably so many people people have been through through it as well that's what's so great about this is it's encouraging people to talk about it and talking is the first step isn't it and this article is about you know what can you do for people I mean obviously you need to go and speak to a doctor that's the first step I was talking to someone about this the other day saying that actually we should be a bit more American you know in America I mean I'm being I'm generalizing but they say you know everyone's got a shrink on kind of speed dial but 
like it's a really positive thing the process of having somebody that's not going to judge you and you can just be completely honest, honest with yeah is such a healthy thing and as I said I'm not someone who suffered with depression or is that way inclined but actually I think I'm someone who would definitely benefit from going once a month and just offloading on somebody so you know as I said I'm not someone who it's more serious than that but how brilliant that everyone's talking about it yeah and that someone like Harry came out you know I think that's the most important thing like if someone had a broken arm you wouldn't you know, ignore it. And yeah. Like, you know, don't want to talk about like that, but just because it's not tangible, you can't see it. But it is an illness as yeah. well, yeah. you know, and that's, I think, what some people still don't get, and we are realising now, is it is a proper illness mm. with real debilitating symptoms. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what, as a society, we have to accept. And, and what well, we are doing more and more, anyway. Amazing work. And that podcast is well worth a listen, if anyone hasn't. We wrote a piece on lunchtime salad hacks which made me feel really guilty that I don't eat enough salad at lunch me time. too <laughs> I always eat what salad do, what do, do you I love salad at lunch yeah, yeah. I do actually make everyone it here yourself. is quite good yeah because we were saying yesterday there's it's kind of good and bad that there's not loads of Restaurant. great eating places yeah. around here mm. so I get the real guilt when I go to the kitchen at lunchtime and I'm putting my <laughs> whatever my bow buns into the microwave that I'm going to lace with soy sauce and then I I see you know the amazing concoctions that people are whipping out I'm like oh my god there's a bit more kale and quinoa and here I am with my um, Waitrose buns, which are just amazing, by the way. <laughs> it mean, shouldn't be hard though these days. I mean, there's so many books out there, you know, with yeah. quick recipes, and you can easily. Yeah. It's just the time. But I, mean, I'm, I know, I'm awful. I know I'm the so theory. At... I, I'm good in the evening at home. But... For me, for a salad, what I do is I tend to whatever I've made the night before, I'll turn into a salad the next day. That's what so I do, yeah. there might be like a meat or a cheese or something from my meal the night before. I know. Chuck it on a few. Actually, it was, yeah. it was Charlotte who I thought had it completely sus when she said her and her flatmate, they cooked every other night, they cooked for supper, and they always cooked enough for lunch, and they took it in turns. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Really yeah. Nice. Anyway, it's all about being creative, making nice dressings. That's the other thing. Actually, I made a really nice dressing the other day that was a an Asian dressing. But, you know, dressing is always like a vinaigrette. But actually, you can completely change the flavour of your salad. You can have the Honey same cake. veg and yeah, the same... Definitely. But just change the dressing and then yeah. it's more exciting. And actually, whenever I buy those pre-made salads, I never use the dressing because they're usually not horrible. Yeah. yeah. So, and I just use like chilli flakes and a bit of squeeze of lemon and it completely transforms mm-hmm. it. It's so much healthier. Yeah, I've really got into chilli flakes. That's what I took away from our wellness day. Oh, yeah. Less salt. I'm so bad with salt. Salt and soy. I love well, salt. same thing, but... I got home and I was like, right, supplements, chili flakes. <laughs> anyway, what's your regime, Laura? Do you have God, a regime? I'm so, honestly, I'm so bad. I grew up in a house where my mother would like cook everything for my brother and I. You know, we she made homemade porridge every morning, fruits. She cooked lunch. She cooked dinner. Like she was incredible. And I'm just the worst cook in the world, and it's <laughs> awful. Um, and I do really want to learn because you know I want to give Mila that same thing. But you know, I'm usually in a rush, so I end up having something like an acai bowl or something you know really kind of ready made and <laughs> easy um, and breakfast what do you have what do you have in the morning usually like an omelette um, you know breakfast I'll always make myself um, unless I have a meeting somewhere but yeah eggs is like my go to breakfast it? yeah Absolutely. And to, you see, so don't cook dinner. I don't cook dinner for my husband. My mum's friend always says, "But what does Jonesy eat for supper?" <laughs> she, every time I see her, she says to me, "How's Jonesy? What's he eat for supper?" I'm like, uh, "Hello, I actually work too. What about what do I eat 
supper sheet. It really worries her that I don't cook my husband's supper. And occasionally he'll say to me, now why don't you cook me some supper? You'd really make Lorraine happy, my mum's friend. <laughs> so I'm not cooking my husband's my supper husband, either. My husband, actually, he's like super husband. He cooks um, most of the time. But he loves it, you know. It's like his... Yeah. kind of therapeutic thing that he likes to do in the well, aren't you lucky I know, nice. I know. It's a TV are you a TV person Laura um, not really but you know after um, so I listen to I listen to all your podcasts but I listen to the first podcast and I'm really not a TV person um, unless we like binge watch something yeah. and I watched Catastrophe the whole thing oh after. did you yes and I loved it it was so fun really so you'd recommend it absolutely like I think they have such a fun relationship they kind of bounce off each other I love that she's Irish she's American and it's, it's just such a like oh, really? hilarious chemistry. concept that yeah they have great chemistry yeah. so Catastrophe I watched last night The Truth About Sleep because my PT was telling me and I was complaining the other day that I'd only had three hours sleep she was like have you oh seen my that God. Have you, did you see that sleep documentary it was really interesting and he is a doctor who quit being a doctor because he didn't have a very good bedside manner as he kind of admitted himself uh, because he was always tired and got cross um, and he's now a journalist but and they linked the lack of sleep with obesity and diabetes I think what they're really saying is when you're tired you crave sugar yeah. too much sugar leads to obesity and diabetes I think is what they were saying but it's interesting how they linked lack of sleep to gut health on that note he tried taking something called a prebiotic and apparently prebiotics now on Amazon have gone from sort of £8 a packet to 60 on the back oh, of this show. Wow. But it's, it's something to do with fibre. It's like a fibre, some kind of fibre that's good for your gut, that helps you sleep. And, I mean, this is a guy that suffered with insomnia for years and it worked. Oh, really? Amazing. Fairly instantly or...? Pretty instantly. And the other thing that worked, they did about four tests, was two kiwis an hour before you go to bed no (laughs) but a guy a guy tested it a guy tested it and came in and was like yeah yeah it worked but why yeah what was the sign I'm off to my kiwis is it healthy to eat kiwis today that's the next question who cares (laughs) I need to eat well who cares I have to say though earlier this year I did a detox review not like a weight loss one just a kind of overall healthy cleansing exactly and I don't have trouble sleeping I'm very lucky once in a while I might be worrying about something don't sleep but oh my goodness eating on this diet for one week my sleep was just amazing I wait literally like jump out of bed in the morning yeah I I must have just had the best what was in it it was all like it was about 80% raw but just like proper food I wasn't drinking like just juices for five days Mm. loads of fiber Main I started off with a bit of meat, like some grilled chicken, and I think there was prawns on the second day, and then it kind of got more veg, veggie, veggie, veggie as the week went on. But yeah, maybe it was the fibre. I think we should do a piece on fibre and sleep, yeah, yeah and do some research into it because I think that's fascinating. Tor wrote a piece on FODMAPs. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Oh, are you? <laughs> I d- can you explain FODMAPs to me? Because it says that they're basically healthy ingredients that belong to a group of short chain carbohydrates which can cause real digestive issues and I don't think I have good digestion so I'm really interested in this and exacerbate IBS so my husband three years ago he had for one year or it was maybe even a year and a half he had like the most chronic stomach pain and he literally went to every specialist um you know he he had no idea why he was having this pain and you know various people said different things like why don't you try cutting out um fizzy drinks or 
and he kind of had IBS symptoms and he'd never had it before and I kind of thought maybe it's something to do with stress but it went on for such a long time and he then himself I think on the internet found out about FODMAPs and basically it's like certain food groups that you know you might think there's obvious choices like garlic and onion which you know you shouldn't eat but then there's other things like avocado cauliflower sweet potato and basically by following this you can look it up online and there's like a chart of what you can and can't eat and by following this chart he literally cut out his stomach pain within two weeks and you know now because he knows the reason why he's having the pain he's kind of a little bit more relaxed about it and if he really feels like eating something he will and then like the next day he'll you know not feel so great but at least he can control it because he knows what he can and can't Mm. eat but I just found it so interesting because you know you you think that certain foods are so healthy and he's someone who really like takes care of his health he knows everything about foods even before finding out out, out about FODMAPs Um, but he just had no idea why it was happening fascinating I mean it says here as well that high FODMAP foods are the ones that produce the most fermentation and can cause scent because you think what the hell can onion do Um, but then it's so confusing because under those foods that you shouldn't eat there's things like sauerkraut and fermented foods and then on the flip side so many health nutritionists and etc are telling you you need to eat those etc so but i suppose if you're somebody that is susceptible or has ibs type symptoms it says here that eating these kinds of foods that are easily fermented by gut bacteria and badly absorbed in the gut um, but if you eat those they can cause gas pain diarrhea and other symptoms of ibs if you're someone who's particularly sensitive so i suppose yeah agree i think fermented food is really good for you but if you have any of those symptoms then, then it's should. definitely something to look into yeah fascinating best budget shampoos i asked Tor to write this piece because i really don't want to spend loads of money on my shampoo Me neither. i know that we should i do get it by the way and we did something with kms recently who are a great hair brand they've just rebranded and i think their products are amazing I still don't really want to spend £30 on a shampoo, if I'm honest. I use the L'Oreal El Vive colour I've used for six years, probably. Um, it's, what is it, £2.50 to £3? Yeah, £2.50. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I, I've never spent money on a shampoo. I just... But I think that's amazing, £2.50. It does the job, it smells good, it cleans my hair, you know, it does actually make the colour look nice. Um, yeah. I, I think it's amazing. So refreshing to hear, like, the senior colourist at Hershison's recommending that shampoo that you just recommended, and it's a £2.50 L'Oreal. I always thought L'Oreal shampoos weren't supposed to be that great, but there are someone else as well, the senior stylist at Neville. I mean, Neville is where Kate Middleton gets her hair yeah. Yeah. done, isn't it? And again, that's £2.99, so how refreshing. I thought this was a brilliant piece. Yeah. Too. There's, like, some of these in the piece I literally, like, would never touch in the supermarket. I know. So it's really nice to see proper professionals really recommending them this one as well the Garnier ultimate blend strength restorer shampoo so that's 4.49 that's a bit more but the stylist that we are said this affordable brand gets my vote every time the whole range has been very cleverly thought out and labeled making it easy to choose the right formula for your hair um, and that one is supposed to be very good the other one is the touch of silver and tore our beauty editor she uses a silver shampoo doesn't she yeah, she I do what's it supposed to 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. To do it takes out the brassy tones if you're blonde. It'll take out the. Is that right? Brassy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It neutralises yeah. the the brassy tone. Just got a little bit of colour like me. Yeah, it works for that as well. Yeah. It says it has an active violet pigment. Mm. So be sure not to leave it on too long. But that's from the creative director at Harry's, and that's two pounds, two pounds nine to be precise. Yeah, I'm going to go buy this shampoo because of this. Me I, too. I buy the John Frieda one, which is probably twice as expensive. Yeah, me too. I mean, what a brilliant piece. So there you go. Not everything's expensive. We did a piece on Oisho. Do you know Oisho? I do. I actually found it on ASOS. Um, I don't know if ASOS still stock it, but I they did know. a couple of years ago. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and it do. wasn't... But I had no idea that it was the sister brand of Zara. I know. There are so many There's brands so many. from yeah. that group now. Was I know. Turk, Stradivarius... Oisho. And it's massive well. in Spain. I went to Barcelona recently and there's like a massive Oisho shop in the airport. Well, we kept featuring it and I kept seeing these pieces in the file thinking, who is this brand? <laughs> and then it kept cropping up. I was like, right, I need to see who Oisho is. Um, but it seems that recently they've really branched out into more than just lingerie. Because it started off as yeah, mainly lingerie, right? Yeah, started out lingerie, beachwear. They do like activewear now. Oh, do um, they? Yeah, they have like loads of kind of sports clothing. And yeah, but now they're kind of doing a bit of everything. And some really lovely summer pieces. Really nice. I'm just great, so though, that reasonable. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's so reasonable. Thing. It's so well priced. Yeah, little jumpsuits and little off, off the shoulders, the shoulder, yeah. which we're still loving, and ruffles, <laughs> and a, such a gorgeous red gingham check bandeau bikini, which was 19.99. I just think it's so cool and sort of backless espadrilles. Anyway. It's so one to check out. And actually, I saw a mum at my son's nursery the other day, and she was like, "You keep costing me loads of money. Like, <laughs> I've just ordered loads of stuff from Oisho." I was like, "I know, isn't it brilliant?" <laughs> so, brand. So it was the CEW Awards. I think it was last week. Um, the CEW Awards. I don't know if you know them, Nora, but they're the Cosmetic Executive Women Awards. Okay. And my first job was at Coty Beauty, and I remember then that was I don't know over a decade ago what a big deal the CEW awards were um, in the industry so they're kind of like the biggest and hottest um, industry awards and I think for me there are a lot of awards around there are a few that I think are ones I always take note of like Sunday Times I'm always really interested yeah. Sunday Times style yeah. and the CEW is there anything in here that you looked at and thought I use those products, so that's really interesting. Anything that stood out for you? I did, um, and it was the, I think it's a Max Factor Mascara. Yes. Um, so a little bit like with shampoo, mascara is just something that, you know, I honestly think that you can spend 
I don't even know how much it is. Like eleven ninety nine. I honestly think you can spend, you know, ten pounds on a mascara. I always think the cheaper mascaras are better. I like to have like a bit of a volume um, lash, and I've tried so many different mascaras. And I have one from Mac that I quite like, but I honestly think the, you know, Max Factor. I always go to Boots and I stock up on like my Max Factor mascara because um, it does such a good job. And I think you really don't need to spend money on certain makeup products. I agree. Although that one was Best Budget Beauty and Best Investment Beauty was Charlotte Tilbury's I saw that, yeah. Legendary Lashes. I mean, it's 25 quid, but I, do, I have used that. I think it is really good. I also quite like Bio Oil. Um, it's been around for years, um, and I'm someone who likes to use oil on my skin. I, again, I don't know if it has health benefits or not, but I have very dry skin, and I just think, you know, it's a well-priced... Um... I've never used it, actually. Really good for scars. Yeah. yeah. Scars. The other thing that's supposed to be really good is the coffee bean scar. Yeah, I like seeing that in here. They've been around for a while on like, the likes of Instagram. I think they came from like Australia, mm. the whole trend of using coffee beans to scrub with. And initially I thought, oh, is this a fad? Like, it's not going to work. But it, it's amazing if you've got eczema or skin problems. Really? To use all over body scrub, it's great. It's cleared my skin up a, a tremendously. Actually, now you say that, I remember there being a product like this on Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den, yes. Was it, it wasn't this one. Don't use this brand, no. And they were raving about the yeah. benefits for eczema. How interesting. Yeah, it's really good because I have really bad eczema. Because um, I would have thought that have you there? Because Coco's just started getting mm. on her elbows. Yeah, Mila has ratching. it. I'm kind of scared to use it on a baby though. But. Yeah, I would be too. But I just would have thought rubbing something grainy on eczema was like the worst, worst thing, thing that, you could, that yeah. you could do. Scratching obviously is terrible for eczema because you break the skin and cause scarring. Like you can see in some of my faces, I'm quite shiny because of it. This is a much more gentler way because it actually has the water wets the coffee it almost dissolves so you're not like madly scrubbing okay. to the point of pain like it is just a, a nice gentle exfoliator i've never tried a coffee bean scrub i think i'm i highly should. recommend I yeah. imagine they make such a mess yeah they um. do. <laughs> seriously hose down the shower afterwards i just ordered that charlotte tilbury mask that holly was wearing. oh yeah will you let us know what I you will. think yeah. um, well charlotte tilbury obviously cleaned up yeah. at the cew awards and rightly so um also aromatherapy associates i mean i, I love that brand and i think if you want something kind of spa like at home it's lovely anyway there bath and shower oil um won an award and so did marks and spencers for the rosy for autograph amazing radiance cream 18 pounds and that one best new makeup base which to me sounded a bit like the victoria beckham one what's it called what's her product I can't remember what it's called, oh, but yeah, like silver tube. Sounds yeah. very similar, but for a fraction of the price. Yeah, yeah it said it delivers a natural dewy glow and adds instant radiance to the skin. And to me, that sounded exactly like what, what hers want. did. Want, yeah. But people do actually really rave about Marks and Spencer's beauty, which takes me neatly on to <laughs> their ultimate sleep cream, which has got a waiting list of 8,000. That's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, isn't it? And have you seen some of the reviews on the website? They're amazing. It's, amazing. it's like 4.8 out of 5, I think. It says the cream came up trumps in consumer trials with 71% of women agreeing their skin appeared transformed after just two weeks, which suggests many of them agree with the claim it makes you look like you've had eight hours sleep when you haven't. God, I need that. (laughs) I don't actually know what's in it to make to have these effects but yeah the rave people are raving about it so. have any of you tried it no I haven't but I, I went on this morning to Mark Spencer's ahead of this 
and I'm sh- I managed to add it to my basket. Oh, so amazing. I think it's back in stock. Oh god, Mara, I hope it's still there. When we're finished. We'll hurry up. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, Indian Night. She said it's the best kept secret and had given her a brand new face after a week. So you wake up. <laughs> matte but super soft with a tautness to the skin that's seriously pleasing mm-hmm. she is someone i don't think would be forced. saying it for the yeah yeah no. i feel like she's pretty credible yeah. yeah yeah it does sound amazing right it's 22 pounds i think it's worth trying mike can you add two to your basket and transfer your money please <laughs> we wrote a piece on cauliflower rice do you eat cauliflower rice laura i i actually did try once um i think it was the londoner she didn't. She used to do these yes, kind of like did, yeah. cooking. She did recipes. Oh, did she? And she did these yogurt brownies, which were amazing. They were Ooh, actually amazing. Um, and Tell me she you didn't did, have cauliflower rice. I did. No, not, <laughs> <laughs> not together. Um, but it was actually it was like an egg fried rice, I think, but with cauliflower. Yes, and it was really good. It was really That's delicious. When it works, I think. Yeah. I do too. Laura raves about. The cauliflower fried rice. And I, I think it's really good. Yeah. But actually other stuff. When it's just meant to be kind of like a substitute for boiled rice, it's then just a bit boring, yeah. You just have to mix it in and get, yeah. get all the flavours in, otherwise yeah. it just doesn't you just taste need all very that. Much. But the so egg fried rice, I, I really think you don't, I mean, obviously you know it's not rice, but, it, you know, it's a really good alternative. It is tasty. You need to put yeah. an egg in. And yeah, definitely. Soy and Salt. Yeah. We wrote a piece on gratitude and why gratitude will make you happy. I actually do every evening. It sounds really silly, but every single evening for about two years, I kind of say to the universe, like, three things that I'm grateful for. And I really do think there's so much negativity these days, and I think just, like, good going to you. bed yeah. and being grateful. And it can be anything, you know. Obviously, I'm, like, super grateful for my family, but it can be, you know, a stranger saying a nice compliment to you or a nice walk that you had or... And I do think you have to kind of appreciate the little things in life. And, you know, there's so much, especially with social media, people are kind of focused on what they don't have and a lot of negativity. So I think if you kind of every day remind yourself of all the things that you're grateful for, I think it can make you a happier person. And that, That's so refreshing. But I think it's interesting because I've always been fascinated by Buddhism and, and the whole basis of Buddhism is around the fact that we're never happy because we're always wanting and it's so true isn't it and you think you know I'll be happy if I just earn this much money or I live in this house or I own a house or I go on that holiday or whatever but sometimes you just have to stop and be grateful and god things happen like they happen in Manchester and yeah yeah, god it makes you it makes you think anyway it said how do you practice it you don't need to sit or chant. Um, <laughs> just keep a five-minute daily journal. You even need to write it down. As you said, just, I don't know, just sometimes trying to have a moment and just say, actually... I mean, it literally takes, like, ten mm, seconds in the yeah. evening before mm. you go to sleep. Or I think you can meditate as well. And there are all these journals out now, you know, like the little diaries yes, that encourage you to there. write a note at the end yeah. of the day. So there is a happiness like, journal, yeah, isn't Yeah, it's called the happiness journal, yeah, yeah. So that you, I think it's quite achievable to do. And the effects it probably does have on... You know your well-being, happiness, sleep, health. Yeah. And it, it says in this piece it can also enhance your career, so it doesn't make you unambitious. En- enhance your career and enhance your relationship. I think. It's, yeah. You know, you're so quick to argue um, and yeah. nitpick yeah. and complain about things on the floor or whatever it is, but actually it's talking about the good said. things you feel got to be positive. Yeah. yeah. Mismatched earrings. How do you feel about those? 
Laura is wearing the most incredible, Fabulous. incredible. <laughs> are they sorry jewelry? They are. Yeah, they're amazing earrings. Wow. I um, don't wear a lot of jewelry brands, but I genuinely, genuinely, and I never wear anything that you know I don't love. But I love Sorry. I think it's such a cool brand. Yeah, it is. We um, featured them years ago. Actually, I remember they they do lovely rings, rings don't yeah. they? Um, well, how do you feel about mismatched earrings? Because Lulu, do you remember Lulu to say yes. our fashion day? She's very cool. She's um, completely love her Instagram. Yeah. I'm not yet sold on mismatched earrings. I think when they're sort of battered gold and one's a hollow hoop and one's a filled hoop or something, they can look quite cool. Mm. Um, this piece was more about studs. studs. Yeah. And obviously there's been such a trend for piercings in the last few years. And we were laughing yesterday because... A friend of mine who's... She's like, I'm thinking of getting another piercing. What do you think? I was like, no, too tacky. Don't do it. And now I'm like, oh, I was wrong. I think it's quite a good look now. So funny to say that. I actually, at Christmas, me and my dad bought my mum, as a Christmas present, sorry, to re-pierce her normal lobe ear. And then I took her just now to go a couple of weeks ago. She was like, oh, I'm going to get a second hole. And I was like... Go, Mum! Like, yeah. Has she got one? Has she got one? Yeah. I was like, that's so amazing. She's left going, I'm going to have a little gold stud and a star, I think. I was like, oh my God, have you been reading Sheer Luck? I hope so. We wrote a piece on Sarah and London, who make the most incredible jumpsuits. I know you're a fan, Laura. I have one of her jumpsuits, um, a blue and white one with um, long sleeves and kind of a low back. Um, And what I love about the jumpsuits is that you can wear them as a wedding guest. I actually said recently on your Sheer Luck's kind of wedding guest, what to wear that a jumpsuit's a great alternative um, but really. also she's now started Maybe bridal order. service yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is so cool if I got remarried now I would wear for the registry 100% a jumpsuit mm. um, but what I love about Saren is the fact that she has um, four different styles and then she has four different prints and you can kind of get whatever style and whatever print um, yeah, we love the. Have you seen the pink and green? Yes. Uh, which is just, just so gorgeous. pretty, isn't it? They're quite expensive. They but are expensive. When you feel the fabric, the silk is incredible and the cut is it's so flattering. We wrote a guide to endometriosis. I don't know much about endometriosis, <clears throat> but I was kind of staggered to read that it affects 176 million worldwide and that. It causes real pain for so many women. Yeah, and it goes really undiagnosed as well because not a lot of people know about it. But it's basically caused when the lining of the uterus is on the outside. So then when you have a period, the tissue swells up, bleeds, the blood can't escape, and that causes scarring. And then over time, real that intense more pain. and more painful. Yes, exactly. And it affects a lot of women, and it's extremely painful. Doesn't it affect fertility as well? It can do. Yeah, it can make it harder to get pregnant because of the scarring. Um, I don't. Know if, I don't think it affects you if you are pregnant. Yes, that's yeah. what it said. Yeah. It, can, it, it doesn't always, but yeah, it can yeah. do. Isn't it it's crazy hard. that if so many people are affected by it, that it's yeah. You know, I think you have to have an operation to. To determine. to determine it so it's actually fairly expensive for the NHS to do well, to find out if you've got it they yeah. operate on you yeah, yeah. this keyhole oh I see so oh. it's quite expensive that's why they're not willing to give everyone the test an estimated 2 million women in the UK are affected yeah the majority being between the ages of 25 and 40. And if your mother or sister has it, then you're more likely to suffer mm. too. So, good. Worth investigating, but it sounds like it's quite hard to be taken. You've been successful in a pretty short period of time. In a time when someone might say, becoming a blogger, influencer, Instagrammer, you know, that moment's passed and you've missed the boat. I think you've proven that you haven't. You were quite late to it. 
and when we first came across you you probably had I don't know five six seven thousand followers you've now got maybe twenty thousand um how's that happened what have you done to make that happen so I think it's happened very organically, um, but I think that the main thing for me is to kind of stay engaged with my followers. I communicate with my followers all the time, I try to reply to everyone, people send me emails or direct messages, and I really enjoy that aspect of it, so I do try and stay very engaged. But I also think that it's about investing time in kind of looking at your Instagram and your blog as a whole and seeing um, how it looks when it's all put together. And for me, I'm quite OCD about things, so I really like it to have a kind of clean look, and I sometimes still... It really does. I mean, I think. Oh, thank you. I, I think that really still think it's out. not that way, but I do think that it's worth um, kind of really spending time on that. Yeah, I think that's from where I'm standing. I, I think that's really paid off. There's a real yeah. look and identity to your images, and I think that's probably a big part of. I guess it's a way your of brand. Your brand, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's an Instagram brand. Yeah. yeah. And how do you choose your outfits? Um, so, especially since having a child, um, I do plan. So I like to spend like a little bit of time on a Sunday evening, kind of planning for the week ahead. But obviously, you know, the weather isn't always with the BBC what we weather app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you have any style rules, style don'ts, style um, do's? Not really. I mean, I honestly don't. I like to experiment, and you know, you don't always get it right. Um, but. I just kind of go with my gut. And any brands at the moment, and we talked about Sarah and any other brands, slightly under the radar brands that you're prepared to share with us? Um, it's really not under the radar, but I love, love, love needle and thread, um, especially kind of going into the summer and going into wedding season. Um, I went to their press day recently and I just think they have such beautiful pieces and they're kind of on the more affordable side, um, I wore one of their long embellished dresses when I was on holiday. In I saw that picture. That was pretty cool, that picture. They're just so Did you stunning. wear that to dinner? I did. Did you? Yeah. Did you feel like... So glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, most of the time I wasn't wearing things like that. But I did, again, like I said about date night, I Good loved to get dressed yeah, up and kind of really make yeah. an effort. It was amazing. Um, like walking Stunning in the sand and in my long dress easier. <laughs> and any trends that you love this season in particular? Um, so I love mules at the moment, and I know that they're not kind of the easiest shoes. Or you know, some people are a bit scared of mules. Um, but I bought recently a pair from Topshop um, that are black, and they were twenty four pounds, I think. Um, and I also have like a dusty rose pair from Appietti. Um, which is a great affordable mm, It is brand. a great brand, isn't it? And they've just collaborated with Ray Feather. Yes, and they have really amazing cool sandals. sandals and yeah. also like the monogram ones, you can get your initials. Yeah, they're fab, aren't they? Um, but yeah, I think mules, I, again, never worn them before and I was kind of a bit sceptical, but I think they actually, they're so cool. You can wear them with dresses and skirts and jeans and yeah, that would be my one style tip for the summer months. Brilliant. And they're comfortable. They have a block heel, super comfy. Yeah, they are really yeah. comfy. Yeah. Well, I'm off to check out the Apiedi range. Laura, thank you. It's been so great to have you. Thank you so we much love for following me. you and bring on the next 10,000 followers. <laughs> um, that's it for this week. If you have any comments, feedback, or questions, then do email podcast at sheerlux.com. And if you enjoy that, please subscribe via iTunes. See you next week. Thank you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.